0: Um, I think so. Yeah. Is that, that's what I have to do, right?
1: Yeah. Remember when we lost three versions of a podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, that was my fault though, for trying to be
0: outside. I don't remember them saying anything about that though. Do you, do you remember them saying like, you
1: cannot, <laughs> you have to be on Wi-Fi. <laughs> I definitely would not have read that if they did try to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, did I tell you this? I love I love my older sister so much. She's so wonderful and earlier this year I got to spend a whole week with her uh-huh. um, which I never get. to. but at one point my sister driving the car, my dad was in passenger seat, I'm sitting in the back. Yeah. Okay? So first of all, I'm like having major flashbacks when my older sister got her driver's license. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And like, of course. Drove me and my dad around, right? Um, And it's snowing slightly, and she's going like five miles under the speed limit because safety first, right? And I was so annoyed. I was just like annoyed. And then she and my dad both started talking about how they both, when they got their cars, they read the manual front to back. (laughs) It was like, what? Wow. So, I'm I'm like the complete opposite, opposite, opposite. Like, I I just don't read the rules, and I would never think of doing that. And yeah, um, and I don't read my car manual.
0: <laughs> I always figure if something goes wrong, I'd be better off just googling it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Cause you can even you can find the manuals online anyway, and you can just find what you needed. But yeah, right. I'm with I, mean, you. I hate even them. keeping them. I hate even keeping
1: the manual because it feels like. Like, it's wasting space. Yeah, it, use, uh, it uses up, like, the whole glove box. Exactly. And and I love my sister and my dad so much, but I, j- I think I even told them, I was like, this is the nerdiest thing I've ever heard. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Shout yes. out, Teresa. I love you. We love you. You
0: are yes. smarter than us. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. I know. That's yes. the thing is, like, you know, when pinch comes to shove... Teresa will to do. What yeah. a weird phrase. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever thought of about one? that? It's not pinch what comes to one? shove, it's push comes <laughs> to shove. Uh, you uh, thought it was pinch was comes like, to shove. <laughs> I was like, is this a I was like, is this a pooping? Term? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. That did not make any sense. This is why I. It's okay. I was just telling Kayla, I need time to collect my thoughts or else I say dumb stuff. <laughs>
0: you know. Clearly. So we're going to try a thing. We're going to try a thing, everyone, our our mini listeners who love us so much. We love you too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, We are going to try a thing where we do
1: an outline and we actually follow it, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and be. we know what we're talking about ahead of time. And we know yeah. who is supposed to pick... Yeah, and also what days we really tried to target it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need
0: to do this. Although I think
1: Wednesday is could be a winner for me at least. Wednesday is a great day for me. Let's do, Let's do Wednesday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look at us. We're and solving we could, problems. we could drop, we could drop it
0: on Thursday, which I think is a good day for people to like hear a new thing. Um, mm-hmm. cause you're getting to the weekend is Like I'm realizing one of my favorite days because there's all this anticipation mm. of Friday mm. and I'm all about the anticipation. Yeah. Like half of the half anticipation really is half of the pleasure of anything.
1: that's such an interesting like thought I think you're right but I never thought about that before and I'm sitting here I'm like no it's not and I'm like wait a minute it is like if you're not excited about something then when it happens you haven't thought about how excited you are for it right yeah oh yeah and then it's always like it's over too soon but when you're anticipating
0: it you get to like daydream and fan like think about it and just like get your outfit ready and, you know, plan ahead of what it's like. For instance, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving because when it's over, you have, well, first you have all the anticipation of the meal, right? Which is amazing. But then when it's Mm -hmm. over, you don't have Mm -hmm. that like sad, it's over feeling because you have Christmas right around the corner. So like generally the people that you love and enjoy, you saw at Thanksgiving, you're probably going to see again at Christmas and it's just like the beginning of the Christmas
1: anticipation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Anticipation makes and everything I, better.
0: Yeah, oh. it does. Oh. It really does. It's a great, like, I love looking forward to to the next thing, probably chronically. Like right now we have a month left of school and oh my gosh, I'm so ready for summer break. Like I'm so ready for, Us not to have to make school lunches. I'm so ready for it to just be like, you know, just chill, different schedule, different pace. But then I guarantee you by Mm -hmm. like August 1st, I'm going to be counting down the days till school starts. (laughs) Because I'll be so ready for like a normal routine and and a faster
1: pace. So So what I'm hearing is that people like Justin... And Haley, who jet off to Paris on a whim, they probably don't appreciate it as much because they're anticipation. They're just like, "Oh, let's go jump in the jet." Wait, I I didn't know that they did this. I don't know. I just assume they do. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) goes to Google Justin Bieber in Paris. Wow, Liz, you know
0: celebrity facts. I mean,
1: I I know. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just—he's very rich, right? Like. Yeah, I think that it's just so hard for me to wrap my head around
0: having so much money that you, that money is no issue ever, that I just have to think that they still think, oh, well, I don't want to spend, you know, I can only spend 200000 I can't really spend, you know, oh, yeah. $300,000, it's so hard for me to like, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just so middle class. I just can't, (laughs) I can't fathom. And I think it would be boring to live that way. Like honestly, half the fun of having money to do things like is having just enough to where, yeah, you have to anticipate it and plan for it. And you're like, is it going to work? Is it going to work? And then it works and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so worth it. It was so worth every penny I spent. But if it was just like, a drop in the bucket I just feel like everything would lose its flavor I really I'm not just saying that to sound like you know I'm as good as Justin Bieber really just really, <laughs> I really do believe that there is a, a like threshold that you cross where money stops making your life better yes oh well yeah I think so too. I just don't that know is, what that threshold is. So Jason said that they had psychologists have a number for an actual number, and it's um he he heard he read about it in his MBA. Like they were talking mm. about, I don't remember why but it was. It was you know like probably in in some class we were talking about goals and like you know yeah. it, like at some new point thing. it yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the context for why they did this. It might have been when they did the personality tests and stuff, but they did talk about how money does make your life better and happier and like more exciting, but only up to like it was it was kind of low. It was like, I want to say it was like one hundred and fifty grand for one like a household of one you know, uh, 200 for a household of two or like it was, it was really not as much as you would think. And that after that point, um, your satisfaction level with it is just either stays the same or goes down. It does not keep going up with more money.
1: Huh? I wonder if that's because like at that point you don't actually have enough to keep up with the Kardashians, (laughs) right? So like things that would take a lot of money are just out of reach. No, because it was saying
0: even when you have that much money, like people like that, it's not, um, I think it is because you, things just get boring. I really do. I think like you just get just dis- like, I think there's an an amount where it's just enough that you have to work and plan for how you're going to spend it. And hmm. so there's always something exciting and interesting to look forward to, to spend it on. It's not like you can just do it all tomorrow. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, Kayla, also, are you filing your nails right now? No, but it sounds like that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Weird. I'm just sitting. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, just had to check. <laughs> I don't even know how it would... How I would don't it know, girl. Like Does it well, but, sound like that? No, it just stopped. But I just wanted to make sure our listeners didn't think that you are sitting there filing your nails, you know? <laughs> well I guess now I know you would call me out (laughs) I'm not filing my nails
0: I'm just picking my toenails
1: (laughs) really normal things Um, so since we are we are going to plan ahead and we are uh, not going to be jet setters and um, but we did have a topic for today which basically Kayla and I were talking about what we wanted to talk about and she mentioned this and I just have not been able to follow it at all. So I really am excited for you to tell me all the things. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. But it's definitely going to be my, um, from poor memory version because I can't use my phone while we're podcasting
1: as I have found. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. So So I just hope the listeners are going to fill me in. (laughs) Super annoyed by it. Okay. So, I just thought of you because
0: I had been seeing like I follow this one girl on Instagram and she has um the most fascinating coverage of um well of celebrities in general she and then she got really into jelaine Maxwell's trial she like literally flew she's she's like a former journalist who's now a mom and Stays home with kids, and she is a journalist, but like you know, just for herself. And mm-hmm. um, she has a Substack, her name is Jessica Reed Krause. Her Instagram handle is House Inhabit. And actually, she's one of the OG bloggers. Like, I remember seeing her blog, or it was like linked to from some other blog, like back when Will was a baby, and she had already been like doing it for so long that now she was bored of it. Okay, like, really, really long time mm. in that space. Um, she lives in Southern California and she got really into the Jelaine Maxwell trial and like digging into all the Epstein stuff. And it is kind of mind blowing the details she uncovered there. Um, Mm. it was actually so mind blowing for her that it sort of red pilled her, (laughs) Like she started out, she, she went to the women's March, um, when Trump was elected and she was appalled by his election and just was like, he's, he's a terrible person. Like she's super feminist and she's, I think she would call herself pretty liberal. Like she's not, um, I don't, I don't know what all of her labels, self labels would be. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think like when she started covering all the Epstein stuff, she was so horrified and disgusted by how much the Clintons were involved in all that and embroiled in, in all of that stuff. Um, and still like have evaded, like, even though it's, it's pretty easy to find that information out. The fact that they're never implicated and never put on trial and, you know, Epstein mysteriously kills himself, like, you know, Mm -hmm. before he could, he could actually put any of these people um, in threat of losing their high profile statuses. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she has like some crazy stuff about that. And I had started following her because she was covering, she apparently had a lot of interesting takes on Kim and Kanye as well. So she kind of takes like the underdog, the underdog, like not, I think that whole thing. So So sorry, let me, (laughs) she has a lot, like, you'll understand if you look at her account, it's a lot, (laughs) it's just like a lot of like, she, she saves all these stories. They're so interesting. She puts like the coolest songs to them. And so like her, her form of journalism is like these Instagram stories and they're really Mm -hmm. fun to watch. So I think what she kind of has done what that taught her was to really 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 question and be suspicious of the mainstream narrative at all times. Okay. Because what she realized was it there was a they were all being paid off. Like they and and like one of the reasons that they like she imp, she implied this in an email now I I had to go back and reread it to make sure she really was saying what I think she was saying because she was pretty careful. But basically there's all this evidence she found that Trump went to the FBI like twenty years ago and was like horrified by Epstein and and figured out what was going on and it offered to help the FBI catch him, oh my gosh, wow, yeah, yeah, so then basically, Trump gets elected, and there's all these people in power who have you know basically been having sex with little girls who cannot. Right. They cannot have him be president of the United States because all of them like are in are threatened by that. All of them are vulnerable. And so it was like this takedown to make everyone hate him and make everyone see him as abominable and, you know, twist everything he said um, you know, try to to make him look terrible every step he turned. And uh, obviously he made it pretty easy for them sometimes. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like I mean, I'm not like the biggest Trump fan in the world. I yeah. you know, whatever. But um it was so I it, it was so fascinating. Like there she had a lot I mean she has pictures, she has like she digs up all this stuff that is crazy. And I mean I haven't is someone, heard
1: about any of this, yeah.
0: I'll just see if I can find that. That was on her Substack, I think, not her Instagram. I'll send it to you. It was super interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. So her new, so then she had like Kim and Kanye thing. Oh, no, the thing that she got really into was Free Britney.
1: yeah (laughs) i just love it sorry i know it's It's like like, i'm so trump right now well and it's very off topic from what i thought we were going to talk about so i'm very excited to see how you get there (laughs) no (laughs) it's like it's an adventure i'm i'm here for it okay i can connect it i can connect it okay um Okay. okay so she got really
0: into free britney and she found out that there was this um I guess anyone listening who followed the Free Britney stuff closely will probably be like, yeah, duh, we knew all about this. <laughs> um, there's this woman who started like stalking Taylor and um, uh, not, her name was, was <laughs> <Taylor>? sorry, <laughs> Brittany. Was like, Where are we going? <laughs> no. no, her name is, oh my gosh, it's like a manly name. It's like Taylor, but I can't remember um, if that was her name. Anyway, she started stalking Britney like, a couple years before all the Free Britney stuff, uh, before um, the conservatorship. And Mm. Britney was... uh, Lou, her name's Lou something. Lou Taylor, maybe. Anyway, Britney was scared of her and, like, tried to get a restraining order against her. And she would, like, reach out to Britney and be like, I'm praying for you and, like, knew all these details about Britney. And then she um, basically is... They don't know for sure how, but she somehow helped... um, pull all the strings to create and gave them the idea of creating the conservatorship. And she benefited from that financially. She had already done that and tried to do that with Courtney love and some like basically any, like she sniffs out, she's like a vulture, any celebrity who seems a little bit vulnerable and a little bit like their headspace is not great. Like mental, mentally fragile. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. She
0: has done this where she, she kind of edged in, like she came in for the kill she, oh like, gosh. yeah, it's really creepy. So, guess who she's been hanging out with? The Kardashians.
1: <laughs> Wasn't going to be my guess. Wow. Just okay. in time for Kanye
0: to be, like, having a public meltdown. Interesting. So, mm. it's, like, it's like she's mm. moving in for the kill on Kanye. Um, just, and, like, they're trying to make him look crazy so that... Um, and, again, you know, he does sound kind of crazy in a lot of his rants online. But, like... His whole argument has been, I am the same that I always was. Kim always knew, like I am artistic. I am an artist. Kim knows this about me. She knows that I'm not dangerous. Like, the family knows this, and, and yet, just- and yet, they're they are kind of starting to like, oh, that's dangerous. That's violent. Kanye's words are violent. You know. Um. So anyway, so she has some really interesting stories on Kanye. Tons of free Britney stuff. Really interesting kind of off the beaten paths details, right? And then
1: she yeah. got really I just, into... I just assumed... Um, you yeah. just what? I was going to say, the only thing I assumed is that, you know, basically... Kim was jealous of Courtney's relationship with Travis and had to get her own punk boy relationship, which she wasn't getting anymore with Kanye. <laughs> so that's as far as I got with it. I was like, oh my "Travis was having too much attention," and Kim was like, "Well, I can, I can do the same thing. I can get a little trash boy too." <laughs> oh, a little trash boy! <laughs> oh my god! As if you don't love
0: Travis. <laughs>
1: Oh I love Travis. God. I really do. But, you know, I mean, I know you can't, not to you go, hate go down that rabbit hole. But that, no. I, yeah. I'm just saying, no, I, get it. I don't <laughs> go further than surface levels. This is very interesting. Okay. <laughs> so this woman. So okay. So, so conspiracy theories the newest thing,
0: mm-hmm. Yes. Lots of conspiracy theories. And so what, what Jessica does in House and Habit, she says, like, she goes by her gut. So like a lot of times it's conjecture gossip. She gets a lot of gossip from people about things like like the the nobody people, right? The people that are like the doorman, the mm-hmm. you know, the waiters and waitresses, like but she says that that really says a lot about people's character, especially when they're famous. And um so her latest saying that she actually flew out to Virginia um to cover is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, which is a defamation trial. Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard because she wrote an article where she did not name him, but it was very obvious. She was talking about him and set and alleged that she was a victim of domestic abuse. And she got a ton of money and press for that. She got, she was paid as a spokesperson from the ACLU. Um, she got all this attention and was like, you know, it was right on the tails of the me too thing. Cause she came out with that in like 2016, I think is when she wrote this article. And ever since then, Johnny Depp has been like fired and we're like, he, like, he wasn't, he was uncast from being Jack Sparrow in the latest pirates movie. Um, it's like, you know, that was like his, the role of his lifetime, right? Right. Like, well, he, that's
1: like the most tragic thing ever. I, I have mean, to the, say. the Nobody man else can be the Jack man Sparrow.
0: Still, dresses will would dress up as. I mean, not not even that, but he loved it so much that he would dress up and randomly appear at Disneyland oh as God. Jack Sparrow in the in the Pirates ride. That's like, amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen video footage of that. Like, that's not just a rumor. Like, he really would randomly do it because he just enjoys it so much. And um yeah, and like meanwhile she she got all of this media attention, which like nobody really knew about her before, really cared about her. Um, and then she got a lot more media attention through this. And then she, um, wait, sorry. What am I going to say? Oh, she said that she, in the divorce proceedings, one of the things that she made a big fuss about when she was talking about her sad experience, is that she didn't want anything from him. She was gonna donate all of that money, seven million dollars, to the ACLU. <laughs> she has only donated one million dollars. Like she, they only got they didn't get their money from her. Okay. Oh, wow. So she publicly bragged about doing that and then didn't yeah. actually do it. Yeah. So um anyway, he so she she wrote this article. He was super upset and Again, like, this is what people keep saying is like, if he really were guilty, he, so he, he wanted to take this to trial. She tried, fought really hard to not have this go to trial, to not have this be public and in a court, public courtroom, which again, Mm. if you were really innocent, you would not care if the world is watching. If you, if you know you're not innocent, you're going to be more like, uh, I'm not comfortable with this, Right. 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 So I feel like that in itself says volumes, but it's just, it's been so interesting, Elizabeth, because it's, you know, all along with the, the Me Too movement, there was some, I think, very legitimate frustration that there was no nuance in it. Like Mm -hmm. people were just like, it wasn't, you know what, we need to, We need to help women speak up when they are being abused. We need to help see, notice the signs of abuse, recognize the signs of abusers, like all those things. No, it was believe all women. And it's like, well, no, like women lie too. Women are human. (laughs) Like they're not just, (laughs) I mean, yeah, no, like, (laughs) but, but but for real, it's, it was, kind of, it was kind of shocking sometimes how little nuance there was to that whole movement. It was like, believe all women. And, you know, you can't, if, if a woman says something made her uncomfortable, that means that you're a horrible perv. And, you know, if she thinks something is about to happen, but it never actually happens, she can she can go in front of the whole nation and accuse you of being a rapist, a would-be rapist. Even if, mm-hmm. you know, nothing happened because she thought something might have happened and then it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally these things have happened in the last, you know, four years. And it's what is so fascinating to me is that the like overwhelming majority of internet like, uh, Voice right, and I, I, I would guess I don't know. Obviously, the jury is literally still out. But everyone watching this and commenting on this that's not in the mainstream media is like all on Johnny's side. Like everybody, everyone on TikTok, everyone on Instagram, there are the funniest memes that they're making. <laughs> <laughs> it's really mean, but like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, and and everyone is just like, yeah, it's very obvious. She is lying through her teeth because she can get a lot out of this situation and the fame, the money, the, you know, the prestige, whatever, the attention. And poor Johnny, like, he's,
1: he is really
0: suffering. Um,
1: But, and basically, isn't it what's coming out is that she was actually abusing him? Yes. (laughs) Sorry. I just, I'm, I'm. So, Kayla has been sending me, like, the best clips and memes. <laughs> this is all, like, You're laughing about the clip, thing- aren't you? <laughs> no, I was laughing about the clip where they're like, um, well, Amber is much, lar- much smaller than you, wouldn't you say? And he was like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did-, Did you see that one? <laughs> like Some yes. of them are just... Some of the things are just absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's like, okay, that's just funny. But, yes. (laughs) And then there's the poop one. But, like, (laughs) what what I have heard is that it's actually coming out that she was abusing him this whole time. And, obviously, if she, you know, defamed him or or, um, slandered him, then that's going to be on par with her character, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: she apparently, and this was actually early on, um, early on in the trial Somebody pointed this out on TikTok, and it was like, or there, I mean, there's tons of like internet sleuths here, okay. But yes. they they caught on to the fact that she had started like hiding her phone and secretly recording him, like very early on in their relationship. Like she wanted to mm-hmm. um, basically like set him up. Um, and you can see how she would like egg him on. Like she'll, you know, she would hide her phone, but then she would move it. So she could see, like show him drinking or whatever, like try to make him look like he was out of control and crazy where, whereas everyone was kind of like, I mean, they're actors. Like, of course they do cocaine and they get drunk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It was, it just didn't have, it didn't have the effect that she thought it would have. I think she thought it would just, it would just then, um, discredit anything he said that's what she was hoping is then he wouldn't have any credibility and um but it's yeah it's crazy like you start to notice how she would like move the phone and then she would insult him and like uh, emotionally abuse him and every time even in these videos that she recorded constant videos every single time that she would try to escalate it and get him upset he would just leave he would walk away from her
1: (laughs) And I'm she's sorry, the one. This is not funny. I'm just ma imagine- like, how did they get married is where I'm at. So, apparently, he
0: didn't want to get married, and she pushed for it. Um, and they were only, they were together for two years. They were married for, like, 15 months.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's it? Yes. That is
0: insane. And it's destroying his life. I know. Uh,
1: and it's destroying our opportunity to see uh, Captain jack sparrow again
0: i know well they all all those movies kind of sucked really bad after the second one so <laughs> I, just I don't know that they're really worth it but I yeah i want him, him to feel like he can still play it and be that character
1: yeah but yeah
0: it's just it's interesting you know i i come from a history my grandmother was abused and um she broke the cycle of abuse within her like with her children and in, in really great ways by teaching them like really phenomenal like go with your gut, always speak up if someone does anything to you in public, yell at them. Like if someone gropes you or grabs you or anything like say what are you doing and like draw public attention to it and embarrass the shit out of them. Like she taught my mom all this and and her sister like she, you know, she taught me and my siblings like you know, so I I don't take lightly abuse and and I I think it's horrendous and awful but at the same time I am a human being and I'm not like in a different class than men right you know like I like I should still be held to good standards and you know you can't I do love that we live in a nation that you can't just trash somebody without evidence like you can't just accuse them publicly and have everybody be like, oh yeah, they're guilty. They're guilty. They're awful without having to support your claims. Like, you know, you, you have to prove you have like, people are innocent until proven guilty. And I think that for a couple of years when everyone had like, what what is it? The orange man, bad syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everyone was a little psycho about that. And it was just like, and and you know it's like anything any woman said was instantly then that was true and that man was evil.
1: Yeah, and I I will say because I agree with you and I actually struggle with this a little bit because um, in the middle of the Me Too movement, there like I I've, I've had experiences my like I've had yeah. friends with experiences you know where. So I think I was really annoyed when I would read a hashtag MeToo paragraph on Facebook, and it yeah. was like just something that made me feel like it was watering down the movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I do think that there that there there was almost opening the floodgates. Um, mm. response, which was really important because there were women that are like, sure. I could never say anything. And, and I've had to, I've had to process this on my own, Kayla. Cause at one point I was like, like, well, yeah, you like, you learn from your experiences and then you're a strong woman afterward and you don't yeah. let men do that, you know? But yeah. then I was like, okay, you just said it so well. You had a grandma and a mom who taught you these great things, right? And there are other women that did not have good um, leaders who were able to teach them, you know, no means no, and that's okay. Like, you don't have to feel guilty when you say no. Yeah, Yeah, totally. But so I want to just make sure I think that the movement was really important because – it opened floodgates. Women that had never been able to have a, a voice, they felt like they could have a voice. There was no sure. judgment. But then, to your point, it—you know—there were some things that I was like, "Okay, guys, like, yeah, I just—you can't like believe you all not women, everyone. right? And that not saying everyone, is dumb, <laughs> right? And not everyone has to have a story. Like that's right. where I got oh, frustrated. Yeah. Where people were like jumping on the bandwagon because. Everyone like you want to be a part of something, right? And yeah, so and then that's where I feel like it got a little bit to to your point. Like, okay, you don't have to believe all women, and not all, you know, yeah. But I I struggle with how to say that correctly because I think that for the women that really benefited from the movement, I I don't want to undermine what it did for them. You know what I mean? Oh yes, I completely agree. Right? Um.
0: Yeah, abuse. Abuse does happen. It is real. It is horrible.
1: Um, And we can, can, you know, we should be responsible for helping those around us and our next generation to reduce it, right?
0: Yeah. And I mean, I know from like, uh, so I do this um, training every month for, because I volunteer in a school and, um, you know, a, a Catholic school. So it's like the Catholic church took really seriously the abuses that happened in the Catholic church um, Mm -hmm. and were horrific and and Mm -hmm. ruined lives and were should never have happened. But the church took it so seriously that like now anyone who ever does anything for the church, whether you're an employee or a volunteer or a parent just coming sometimes like you are not allowed to come to the school to do anything or the church until you have gone through this screening. You've gone through this training and part of the training it's kind of twofold. It's really hard to do because you're having to hear all these cases of abuse and, like, stories of, like, how it happened, what happened, like, how it ruined someone's life, like.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: it's really intense. Um, and you have to go through all this training. And then every month I have to do a bulletin, uh, like, a test. Like, I have to do a quiz. I have to do a re- read the bulletin. And then I have to do a quiz. And... um it's a lot to keep up with, but I'm really yeah, grateful yeah. because it gives you as like, so first of all, I do think it would, if you were a perv or an abuser, I, <laughs> I just mean, get, <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Um, if the it bad would, people, <laughs> if you were a bad person, I think it would, um, make you feel a little bit less safe being yourself in that environment. Like, I think you would feel more nervous that like people would be onto you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be a lot of um, uh, cognitive dissonance if you're that kind of person. I don't know. But um, on top, what I really am grateful for is I'm really grateful that it helps give me the tools to like, be observant if I ever see anything like that around me of like signs to look for signs to look for uh, um, in kids or other people of being abused. Like there are behavioral signs that they all show. um, And then there's also signs of abusers and you can see this like it's, it's clinical. It's studied. It's not just, you know, th- this is like almost every case. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I do think like, yes, we need to, help women be able to speak up like have provide an environment in which they can but no matter how loving and kind of an environment you have women may not like i do think when you've actually been abused you don't ever want to talk about it Mm. you know Mm. like you don't you don't want to revisit it you don't want to go um you know be speak your truth in front of everyone like like when people are like, "Oh, well then it's evidence that they really were." You're like, "I don't believe that at all because I think that there are a lot of women who are abused who like willfully forget or a lot of kids, you know, like oh, yeah. I mean, men have been abused too and I think that there's a real um the reality is much more like, you know remember that movie and book um Perks of Being a Wallflower? Yes that I think that's much more common is that there's
1: like a repression of the memories. Oh, I was just trying to remember but it, but it, cause it was the woman that was Diane from Anna green Gables and she's the aunt. Right. And yeah. he had been repressing everything that whole time. Oh, that was yeah, it was movie. so It was a hard movie. Oh, yeah. I only yeah. could watch it once. Yeah. <laughs> I've never gone back and rewatched it,
0: but, but like, that's what I mean is I do think that for us to really change the culture, it, It requires, it's not necessarily going to be that that the women's, all of a sudden we women can speak up about things. It it really might just be that we can recognize if someone is not like there's something that's not right and we can go after it. But when Mm. you're the actual victim, a part of being that victim, and it's not because of society, it's because of the nature of what happens to you. It makes you shut down you know, and it's, Mm -hmm. it's shame. It's just, it's so disgusting that you do feel real shame. Um, even if, and Mm -hmm. it's not, society is not imposing that on you. That's just like the nature of what happens. So I do think like, yeah, big sidebar for that. But I think, um, (laughs) I don't think that Amber was abused. (laughs) And I think I, I think it's very... I do think Johnny has been abused by her. I think she I think she really... Um, I mean, I don't... Like, I think that she was violent and aggressive and then a total mess. And I don't think she was really in love with him. And I think that she used him. So I don't know that she abused him. I think she really used him.
1: Yeah, it sounds like use from what, yeah. like, everything you're saying. <laughs> I keep just thinking for... To be in a marriage only for fifteen months and to have that much video evidence, I'm doing. And calls. she refused
0: to do a um. Oh, what are they called? Prenup, which is like standard in Hollywood marriages, and she like flatly refused. <laughs> so he must really been obsessed with her then, or just yeah, don't. probably Maybe he was just high. <laughs> he was yeah, just high. I think there were a lot of drugs and alcohol involved.
1: <laughs> hmm. hmm. Wow. Well, there there we have it, huh? Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and she pulled pranks on him, like pooping in the bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if anyone wants more of the juicy details, they can follow House and Habit themselves. But it's it is so interesting, like how she takes these kind of third rail stuff. Um and she gets really into it. And I I mean I guess I just appreciate nuance. You know, like I don't agree with all of her theories. I think some of them are a little bit of a reach. But yeah, um, yeah, but they are inter—they're entertaining as hell, you know.
1: <laughs> right, right. Hmm. Well, I um, I have to wrap up here. This has been a really interesting topic, but oh, do- you know, I'm glad I'm glad I was able to you know he- update you on what's happening in the world. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> it's like notes from Kayla. I had to come up with a clever way of saying that. But on like, oh. today's episode, it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I'm get, I'm like trying to think of something that rhymes with Kayla. Cut ca- like Callings. Call, Kayla's call, Kayla's ca- cats clips <laughs> by <laughs> Kayla. Clips by <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kayla's cats. What did you just say? <laughs> My brain is dead today. Oh,
0: yeah. It's so.
1: How is clips by Kayla.
0: Is everything going good in your life though? Just working like crazy still? Yes. Are you sleeping better?
1: I am. That's (laughs) so good. I've been drinking sleepy time tea at night. So. Um, I have a a pretty strict bedtime that I tried in here too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did we already fly past it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, I mean, it's fine. Hello. Like, how annoying is that for you to hear me being like, oh, I have a bedtime. And you're like, I have five children. Actually,
0: okay. Like, don't quote this back to me when I'm saying how tired I am because it'll piss me off. But but I truly... um, I sleep better right now than I did before I got pregnant with Ellis. Wow! What are you doing? My head hits the pillow and I'm out. And it's like I wake up. He wakes me up, you know, two or three times a night to nurse. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely feel tired when I wake up. But like, I swear I get more rest. Like I'm more rested. And I think there's a couple reasons. I do think when you have a baby you have to get up at the same time every single day, even on the weekends. Mm, yeah, And I think I'm someone who does not nap. And when I'm overtired, I try to like sleep in and that I think can create kind of a bad cycle. Um, to then where, you know, you're always wide awake at night and then you're yeah. always exhausted in the morning, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then, um, yeah, I think it's just, I do think it's also hormones, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> which I hate
0: saying because it's like, the hormones are so tricky. They're they're so complex. It's not they're not simple. If you if you're out of whack, it's hard to get to get it back, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I know. So hey. yeah, all that said, I get it. I understand when you're having a hard time sleeping. It's it's oh, it's a lot. It's hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but when you are having good sleep, hold on to it, right? Yes. <laughs> like, it's so valuable. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I, I just, the thing is, is, like, I don't want to give up wine. Uh, okay. This is my last event, I have to say. Yeah. So, last week, David and I, my husband and I, we decided to um, try intermittent fasting. Yeah. Because we, like, went shopping, and we were both kind of like, um, I've officially, like, sized up since the pandemic. Like, both of us were, like... I'm a new size and it was kind of that like, okay, do we want to always be this new size or do we want to try something new? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not working, you know? So, um, so we decided to try intermittent fasting and we are doing the, we, last week we did the five, two, one, which is basically like on two days of the week that are non-consecutive for a female, you eat less than 500 calories and for a male, you eat less than 600 calories. But every other day. You eat whatever you want. Oh, so you're not doing sixteen eight. You're doing no, okay. five got gotcha, two. Right. Yeah. And and I didn't drink any alcohol Monday through Friday. Like Woo. I even went out I went out three times last week and I had I had non alcoholic beer. I was like so good. I I was Wow. I was and Kayla, the problem is I slept so well. <laughs> and oh, I was don't like, "Tell me that." I know. I was like, "Darn it!" And yeah. I lost like five pounds in a week. And I was like, eh, "Not worth it." <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> I know. I was like, "Well, that was fun. I felt skinny for a week. Now I know what I have to do, but I don't think I want to do it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Intermittent I get fasting. It.
0: Uh, well, it's good. It worked for you. It did not work for me.
1: Which one did you do? Did you do the sixteen eight? Yeah, okay. okay so I'm, and then I would
0: do I would do more like eighteen. I I like because tr- people are like, oh, well, you're just not doing the right hours.
1: So then I would do eighteen f- six. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, this week I'm doing the sixteen eight, just because like we had plans every single night. So we we're like, okay, we like, it's not feasible for us to do a five two. So we're gonna do sixteen. Yeah. like we're still trying to do something. Nope, not working. I feel thick with a double c up in here
0: <laughs> really so. yeah i i just that's interesting so it so you can do it you could do the just like it so it's like every other like two days out of the week yeah it's just but you can't do it every day, day with
1: sixteen eight. well with well with sixteen eight, you are supposed to do that every day right and you should like pick one over the other but we just we're trying to find what will work for us yeah. And so for this week, it was sixteen eight. But like, what we read is that every day that you do some sort of fasting, it's good for you, right? Like, it'd be best if you got in a habit. I think. But that's why I was trying to do
0: sixteen eight because I was like, well, it's better. Like, it's easier for me to just have a habit, and then I won't. And I truly lost the hunger, so that's not what didn't work. Hmm. Um. We'll have to do a whole another pot on this. We should.
1: Yeah, no, but
0: another topic.
1: We have another topic. Ooh, we have we another
0: topic. Twitter, yes, we can plan ahead. <laughs> we could have our content meeting. Yeah, I, I could go down a rabbit hole with this, but I'm really okay. happy it's working for you. Except mm-hmm. that, yeah, I'm with you. I just, wine is just, it just makes life so nice. <laughs> I
1: know. It wine is really so wonderful. Does. It really is. It's great. Oh, man. All right. Well, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful evening, and I hope Alice lets you sleep wonderfully tonight.
0: Oh, thanks, love. I hope you sleep good, too. Thanks. Hey, I'll talk to you later. Alrighty. All righty. Bye.